What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Uptempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane. Tonight, I wanted to come to you all and talk a little bit about the breaking news in Major League Baseball today, as the Braves have acquired first baseman Matt Olson from the Oakland Athletics. Uh, the, the Braves sending four prospects over to the A's, and, and the Braves getting Matt Olson in return. Two of those prospects being big-name guys, center fielder Christian Pache and catcher uh, Shea Longleers. Uh, I want to give my thoughts and and tell Braves fans that everything's going to be okay. You know, uh, the pieces that you still have, I know it hurts losing a leader and the face of the franchise like Freddie Freeman. And just take a step back and and, and trust AA, uh, your general manager who won you a World Series last year. Because let's be honest, if the Braves – if Acuna doesn't get hurt, those moves probably never get made. And the Braves don't – win the World Series. Let's be honest. I mean, take a step back, take a deep breath, and and just look at the straight facts, okay? We're being honest here. They probably don't win the World Series. And and I'm going to tell you why I think Braves fans need to take a deep breath and relax, and we'll talk about it. And the second thing I want to talk about in this episode is how Texas A&M got snubbed in the NCAA tournament. I think it's uh, absolutely atrocious that the Aggies did not make it into the field of 68. They definitely should have been in a damn play-in game, let's be honest here. And I'm going to give you the one team who I don't think should have been in the play-in game that took Texas A&M spot, in my opinion. Uh, so so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, a huge, huge shout-out to Tennessee. Congratulations on winning your first SEC tournament title since 1979, I believe. Uh, played absolutely incredible. Uh, Viscovi and, and all those guys, uh, Kennedy Chandler, every time Texas A&M tried to make a run, Kennedy Chandler just absolute big shots after big shots. And the defense that Tennessee plays, and, and of course, you know, they were just outmanned with Texas A&M. They had the size advantage. They were getting second, third, even fourth opportunities uh, to to get to get baskets and everything. Uh, loose balls, diving on the floor. Tennessee just wanted it a little bit more, and you could tell Texas A&M early come out shooting the three ball. The legs were gone. I mean, we thought that it would it would drift over into the second half. They would come out the second half. You could tell a little sluggish. No, it was right out the gate. They started like zero for nine from three. I mean. I put on Twitter, hey, they're looking a lot like Auburn right now shooting the three ball. 0 for 9, everything was short of the rim, uh, and you could just tell they were gassed. They were gassed. Quentin Jackson, gassed. They, they were doing everything that they possibly could. Made a couple runs at Tennessee. I think they cut it within five at one point. But like I said, man, just shot after shot, man. Tennessee was there, big shots, and, and, and like I said, the offensive rebounding. Tennessee just killed them on the board. So, congrats to Tennessee. Really hot at the moment. I know a bunch of people have Tennessee in their Final Four, and we are going to get a full-blown episode before the tournament kicks off Thursday. We are going to get on here, me, D-Lane, DG, and we are going to chop up a bracket and give our picks. We really want those play-in games to happen first. Uh, Those start tomorrow, Tuesday, and – we want to see those, and, and I know Alabama has an opponent who is a play-in game, Rutgers and Notre Dame, and uh, you know we're going to talk a little bit about that in just a minute. But first, kicking things off, people. 
I want to talk about the news that broke today. Okay. I'm going to take a, a sip of my hot chocolate right here. Uh, got a little sore throat. Uh, it's been cold outside, and uh, and I'm kind of going through it right now. So excuse me. Man. Um, look, let's be honest, all right? The Braves offered Freddie. He wanted a six-year. They offered him five, all right? He said he wasn't pleased with that. He wanted the sixth year, okay? Well, Freddie's 32 years old, y'all. So if you give him a sixth year, all right, and that extra bump in cash, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a a, a, a problem with signing other people back. All right, you're gonna have a problem down the road signing other people back. Okay, so I think that's where AA was kind of looking at things. And hey, you're the face of the franchise. All right, <clears throat> you're the face of the franchise, but you're kind of wanting to to put a cap on us when we have guys like Freed, Anderson. Riley, all right. So I don't know if I can go there. And you're 32, all right. You're 32, and if I put you at six years, that's 38. You're probably going to retire a brave. But I'm looking future, AA, looking future, all right. Hey, here's a guy out in Oakland by the name of who? Matt Olson, all right. Here's you a quick one right here. Olsen has hit at least 29 homers in each of the past three seasons that has consisted of 162 games, okay? Matt Olsen was on pace for 37 dingers in the COVID year, all right? COVID was 60 games, people. He was on pace, all right? He was on pace in that 60-game season. If you you branch it out into 162 games, he was on pace for 37 dingers, all right? Hey, the dude, he, he puts up numbers, all right? He puts up numbers, all right? I, and, and hey, I'll, I'll give it to you like this. This year, 2021, all right, this past season, Olsen, 39 homers, 111 RBIs, 9-11 OPS, and had a 5.8 B war, all right? All right? All right. <laughs> Freeman, 31 homers, 83 RBIs. 896 OPS with a 4.7 B war. All right. For those of you who don't know what a B war is, it is the war calculation from baseballreference.com. Your war is wins above replacement. Okay. If you're wondering what F war is, okay, that is the calculation from fangraphs.com from wins above replacement. Okay. So, Goes to show you a little bit about that, what Olsen brings to the table. Like I said earlier, Freddie Freeman, 32 years old, from Los Angeles, California. All right. I know a lot of people have talked about Freddie. He's a lock in L.A. He's a lock in L.A. Look, not so fast, people. All right. Let's bring it back real quick. Not so fast. All right. Because I don't think he's a lock in L.A. I think the Yankees are still on the table. Honestly, I think the Yankees are still on the table. I think the Yankees are looking to make a move, a big move. All right, they went and got Donaldson, and uh, and uh, I, I think that I don't think the Yankees want to go the Rizzo route. But a lot of people, him, you know, Freddie being from LA, wanting to go to the Dodgers. It, 
all the reports are saying that the Dodgers are are heavy on the trail, making a big time offer. And hey, kudos to Freddie, man. I know it hurts. All right. And and I know the the Langliers uh trade, sending him to Oakland with him being a star catcher and and the Braves kind of needing that position right there. Um I know it stings, man. The face of the franchise, the leader in the clubhouse, how he just uh, helped those young guys like an Albies and, and Acuna and, and all the Austin Riley's, all those guys just blossom. He was always there, man. He was there during the shit years uh, with the Braves. Let's be honest. When the Braves weren't so hot, Freddie was always there. He become the face of the franchise. And so for him to say farewell, you know, it hurts. I get it. And and to all those people who are posting on social media, well, AA might sign uh, Freddie back and they might split this DH thing with the DH coming to the NL. Look, they're both great defensive first basemen, all right? They're not going to DH one another, okay? They're just not going to do it. Matt Olson's not coming to Atlanta to DH, all right? He's not doing it. He wants to be on the field. He can glove it. And he's not going to play 81 games and, and DH the others, all right? It's just not going to happen. Uh, and, and why would you, um, you know, why would you waste a glove like that? I mean, honestly, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And, and you could see it in AA today when, when he got interviewed. He was, he was shedding tears, man. He was fighting the tears back. And you could, he said it was one of the hardest trades that he's ever had to do, not only sending Freeman there, but Pache and uh and 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 Langliers. I mean, he said it was literally the hardest trade that he's ever had to do as a GM for the Atlanta Braves. He said he shipped so much talent off, but he had to get a piece. He had to get a piece back for Freddie Freeman. And I honestly, like I'll give you my take. I think Freddie went to the Braves and said, Hey, I'm signing somewhere else. Okay. I I think he had the utmost respect for the Atlanta Braves organization. That he went to the he went to AA and he went to the whole Braves front office and said, "Hey, I'm not going to screw you over, okay? I'm not going to get you on uh, Boys and Girls Club, ESPN, and tell you that I'm taking my talents to South Beach or I'm taking my talents to LA. I'm not going to do you that way. All right? He said, "I'm not coming back to the Braves, so make a move." I honestly think that's what happened. I really do. I really, really do. I think Freddie Freeman has the utmost respect for the Atlanta Braves organization. And he went to AA and said, hey, I'm not going to screw you over. Make a move so you can get a piece for me and you don't get left empty-handed. All right? So for all the Freddie Freeman people who are, oh, fire AA, uh, he, he's, he went from being uh, King Dingaling uh, in Atlanta to now he, he's dog water and we don't want him as the GM anymore. Let me tell you something. To all the normal folks out there who want to talk trash about general managers, if you were in that position for, I'll give you 45 minutes to an hour, okay? Let's just give you 24 hours, okay? As a GM, all right? I give you 24 hours, a regular human being off the street, a Joe Blow, all right? You ruin a a professional franchise. You absolutely ruin it. You have no idea what you're doing. You have no idea uh, about a salary cap. You have no idea uh, about how to uh, renegotiate a contract. You have no idea about free agency, all right? The pressure in those phone calls when uh, another GM like Oakland calls and says, hey, I got a Matt Olson for you, all right? Throw in Pache and Langliers and 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 two other pitching prospects and, and let's go, 
and you're sitting here sweating, knowing the backlash that you're about to get. You would ruin it. You would ruin it. You wouldn't be able to handle it. You wouldn't be able to handle it. You First off, you wouldn't know what you were doing. That's the first thing. Um, but but take a step back, Braves fans. Look at what you got. You got Ronald Acuna Jr., top five player in baseball, all right, coming back off an ACL. I've had the injury. Look, <laughs> a lot of people say, oh, well, he's not going to be the same guy. This isn't 20 years ago, people, all right? ACL injuries are different nowadays. You're back, all right? You're back playing. He might lose a slight step, but I don't think so. The training that these these guys get in the rehab centers and just the love and the care that they get, uh, he's in there 24 hours a day, man, rehabbing and lifting weights, and, man, he's going to be back better than ever. Top five player in baseball. He's up there with the Trouts, the Otanis, the Sotos, the Judges, Acuna Jr., man. He's up there. I'm sure I probably left somebody out. Um, so so don't uh, – Vlad Jr., I know a lot of people want to throw that one in there. Fernando Tatis and and guys like that. So he's up there, man. And, and then you look, you look at Ozzie Albies, all right? You got him for pennies, all right? Same with Acuna Jr., pennies, all right? And and I see Albies, man, a switch hitter, uh, one of the best gloves in Major League Baseball at 2B. I mean, you got dudes, man. Austin Riley. Austin Riley had a case for the MVP last year. All right, third base. All right, growing into his own man. I mean, over there just, just killing it. You know, he got a lot of criticism early on saying that he struggled with off speed and everything and he could smash a fastball but couldn't hit off speed. And uh, excuse me one minute. He goes in, makes an adjustment. Austin Riley comes out, has an MVP-type year. Look, they give it to Bryce Harper. We know the story. Bryce Harper had an incredible year with the Phillies, y'all. The Phillies aren't in the running. They're not even close to the playoffs without Bryce Harper. That's why he got it. All right. They went uh, into a series with the Braves. And, and the winner of the series goes to the playoffs or whatever, you know. It was that tight of a race. And Bryce Harper, the only reason the Phillies were there was because of Bryce Harper. It was absolutely incredible. And and then, I mean, look at your pitching rotation, man. The guys that you got, you know, Freed, an absolute star. Ian Anderson, a star. I mean, we could go on and on about this Braves team, man. I don't – I understand you're upset, but don't panic. Okay, Matt Olson, twenty-seven years old. He's he's a he's a veteran. All right, he's a veteran in the league. He spent ten years with the A's. All right, come up through the system and everything. He was in that organization for ten years. <coughs> I mean, he's a veteran. All right, well, I mean, he puts up big numbers. You're gonna love him. He's hell on defense. All right, don't panic. All right. Don't panic. Hey, Acuna Jr., you're the new face of the franchise, kid. Enjoy it. Trust in AA. Trust in AA. And you're going to go back to the playoffs. You're going to go back to the playoffs. Let's be honest. All right? I'm not sure if they win the division because the Mets, depending on how they can stay healthy, if uh, you get a better year out of Lindor, 
we're going to see that pitching staff <coughs> looks really tough over there in New York. So, but hey, I mean, I, I think you get a wild card. I think the Braves get in. I think they go back to the playoffs. And I think you just need to take a step back and breathe. And, and, and that's, you know, that's my thoughts on it. And I feel really good about the Atlanta Braves with this. You know, I feel really, really good. Matt Olson has two more years on a contract. He becomes a free agent in 2023. You'll be able to pay him and uh, hopefully he'll stay in Atlanta. So just relax, man. Braves, chop on, man. Enjoy the World Series moment, April 7th, opening day, coming back to Atlanta, a ring ceremony, and uh, it's going to be special. I know it's going to hurt with Freddie Freeman not being there, but, man, uh, when he comes back, don't boo him. Give him all the love and uh, give him a standing ovation because he absolutely deserves it. So that's my thoughts on that. And moving on uh, to the NCAA tournament, we saw Selection Sunday come out. The SEC pulled six teams into the tournament, which I thought was uh, complete and utter bull crap. Was not a fan of it. We saw what Texas A&M did in the NC, uh, excuse me, in the SEC tournament and reeling off beating Florida in OT, uh, just taking Auburn to the woodshed, and then just embarrassing Arkansas. Okay, and they get to Tennessee, they were out of gas. All right, four games in four days, they were out of gas, didn't have anything left in the tank, and then they get snubbed hours after the after the Tennessee game in the SEC championship. They get snubbed, all right? And and I'm going to tell you, the one team they got snubbed for, who I didn't agree with, Notre Dame, all right? Notre Dame, all right? And and I'm, I'm going to go over this, all right? I'm going to go over this. Texas A&M, all right? March 2nd, knocked off number 25, Alabama, all right? Then I think they beat Mississippi State. Then they went into the SEC tournament, knocked off Florida, knocked off Auburn, knocked off Arkansas. All right. You beat two top 10 teams. Let's be honest. All right. You beat two top 10 teams in the SEC tournament. Joe Lenardi said, all right, Texas A&M, all you have to do is win two games to get in the tournament and you're in. All right. Joe Lenardi moved them to the last team in the field. He moved them to the last team in the field after they beat Arkansas. All right. Joe, they won three games. They beat two top ten teams. Get real, man. Get real. They beat two top ten teams. They beat Arkansas twice this year. Beat Arkansas twice. All right? And and, and I'm going to tell you something. A&M, their net was 43. All right? Quad one, they were four and ten. All right? They beat Arky twice, Auburn, and Alabama. Their record was 23 and 12. All right? <clears throat> Excuse me. They went nine and nine in the SEC. By the way, the SEC is the best conference in college basketball. Okay, best conference in college basketball. They did lose eight straight during the stretch, but now they're one of the hottest teams in the country. Buzz Williams got his players fighting for him, and they were hot. They're on a roll. And who'd you let in over them? Notre Dame. All right, Notre Dame. Here you go. Record twenty-two and ten. All right, quad one, they were two and eight. They beat Kentucky and Miami, okay? Quad two, they were two and one. UNC, Clemson, and they lost to Florida State. They lost to Florida State, okay? And they picked all their other wins up in quads three and four. 
you know, I mean, just absolutely weak. Uh, they played in the ACC just from top to bottom, a weak and pathetic conference. Let's be honest. I'm not, I'm not holding anything back. I'm not sugarcoating anything. The ACC is dog water this year. They're trash. It was a horrible conference. Outside of Duke, they're terrible. Let's be honest. They're terrible. And I'm sick of it. And what the, what the tournament did, okay, is you basically made up your mind Friday. You made up your mind Friday, maybe Thursday, maybe Thursday. You might have made up your might have made up your mind Thursday and said, "Hey, A and M, sorry, you're not getting in." Even though you beat a Auburn Friday, you turn around and you beat Arkansas by twenty Saturday, and then you get to the SEC championship game. So if we're gonna do this, and you're gonna have you're gonna tell Texas A and M, "Hey, they only need to win two games to get into the tournament." Let's just not play conference tournaments anymore. Because all we're really doing is is wasting our time. Let's be honest. Texas A&M, instead of fighting for their tournament life, they wasted their time. I mean, you could have told them to stay in, in College Station. I mean, a team that goes 9-9 nine and nine in the SEC in 23-12 and 12, How do you leave them out? How do you leave them out? They went nine and nine. They went five hundred in the SEC, man. I don't think people realize how difficult that is. <clears throat> I really don't. Uh, you know, I mean, Auburn, Kentucky, Arkansas, Tennessee, Alabama. You know, you got South Carolina, Florida. Man, stacked. Mississippi State. They could beat you on any given night. They took Auburn to OT. Ole Miss could beat you on any given night. Just stacked, man. The SEC is stacked. And you put in Notre Dame over A&M? Who cares that they would have been in a playoff, uh, play-in game with Rutgers? Who cares? If the winner gets Alabama, cool. Cool. They just beat Alabama. So, hey, play it again. Play it again. That's how I feel about it. Instead, you leave them out and you put the name on the front of the jersey in. All right, who's going to travel more? Notre Dame. Notre Dame fans, they got they got fans nationwide. So let's put them in because what? It's the NCAA, and what does it all boil down to? It all boils down to money. Money, people. Money. Who's going to travel more? Who's going to buy more expensive tickets? Notre Dame. Facts. Can't tell me any different. It's just how it is. A team that played in the terrible ACC Absolutely pathetic. Virginia Tech had no chance of making the NCAA tournament, and they won the they won the conference tournament. Bad. They boat raced everybody. Boat raced them. Carolina, get out. Duke, get out. All right. Boat raced. See you. Absolutely incredible to me. Like like the SEC gets no love in basketball. None. None. No love. We got a team sitting on the bubble, 23 and 12, and no love. Pisses me off, honestly. But, hey, Texas A&M, go prove it in the NIT. Kick everybody's ass and show why you should have been in the NCAA tournament. More than likely, Notre Dame's going to get knocked off by Rutgers. 
I don't know, going to be a good playing game. Winner gets Alabama. <clears throat> We're going to see how that goes. And uh, I'm really excited to get this NCAA tournament kicked off. Like I said, we're going to do a full-blown bracket breakdown. Me, D-Lane, and DG, we're all going to get on here. Might throw it up on YouTube and uh, and get the camera right and everything and do all that good stuff. And then, um, guys, I wanted to tell you a little bit about Ravon Sports. I am doing the Alabama game, the winner of Rutgers and Notre Dame. I will be doing that game Friday evening. If you want to hop on Rave on Sports, just go download the app. It is available on iOS and um, Android. So basically what goes on on the app is you can join a live chat during the game and talk with other fans, your fan base. You can talk crap to the other fan base, whatever. You usually have two hosts in there. Um, I know I'm also doing a – the Arkansas and Vermont game, and I have another guy with me. He is going to host the Vermont, uh, the Vermont and Arkansas game with me. So that's going to be pretty cool. We're going to be giving our thoughts on each team, what they need to do, how can they get back into the game, how can they stretch the lead, whatever, what kind of defense they're playing, whatever, man. And if you have a question about what's going on in the game, what kind of offense they're running, whatever, just hit us up. We will answer it. We will give you our best analysis and I have done like three or four host sessions on this app so far since I've joined, and it's been absolutely incredible. We get about, I think for the Alabama Vandy game, man, me and D Lane did that one, and we had like fifteen to twenty people in there, I believe. Uh, it, it was it was awesome, and uh, and it was an exciting game, and. It's just a really cool atmosphere, man. Like while you're watching the game, you can also get in the live chat and and talk with with other uh, Alabama fans or Auburn fans or whoever you like. You know, it's really good stuff. And also, guys, I have partnered with uh, Shocked Energy, and I have uh, all the links on my social media pages. I share them all the time. If you're interested in some Shocked Energy, low calorie, low sugar, go give it a shot. I'm telling you, I tried it tonight. And it's absolutely incredible. No longer on Red Bulls. And go give it a shot. Use promo code UPTEMPO. All right. Use promo code UPTEMPO at checkout for 10% off. All right. I'm, I'm slinging that to you. And, guys, I really appreciate you for joining me, uh, listening, tuning in. If you could, like always, go to Spotify, go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. Uh, And whatever star you want to give, man, give it to us and and let us know what we're doing wrong and what we can improve on. So I I really appreciate it, guys. Uh, Looking for more sponsors out there and everybody who sponsors the show. I absolutely appreciate you. And also the Nappy Awards in Mobile, Alabama. We have been nominated uh, as a write-in on the ballot. If you could, I think voting goes through April 3rd at midnight. If you could, go on the Nappy's website. Go under the media section, go under the best local podcast, search for the Uptempo podcast, and cast one vote each day and get us to the top. All right. Get us to the finals, and we will appreciate you guys more than anything. We will give a big gift away if you get us there. Uh, I'll put everybody in a spin cycle, and uh, we will give something big away. So I really appreciate you guys. And like I said, thank you for joining me. And until the next one, I'll catch you. I'm out.